Well, what is God really like? Is he too busy with little time for us ordinary people? Is he tolerant with our endless needs and our pettiness? Does he really listen? Actually, we can come to know God the Father by coming to know his only son, Jesus Christ, who is the perfect image of the Father. You see, knowing Jesus in his humanity is to know what God is like. So let's watch Jesus in today's gospel. So a large crowd had gathered around Jesus as he was teaching them. Suddenly, it was interrupted by Jairus, a synagogue official who begged Jesus to help his daughter because she was dying. Note that Jairus did not go to the temple priests about his problem, but went to Jesus because he had faith in him. And the Lord was impressed with Jairus' humility and faith. And so moved by human pain and suffering, Jesus agreed to go to Jairus' house. However, on their way, someone from Jairus' household told him that his daughter has died. But Jesus disregarded the report, saying instead, fear is useless. What is needed is trust. Fear is useless. What is needed is trust. Later, upon entering the house, Jesus was met with ridicule when he told the crowd that the child was not dead, but asleep. So he drove them out because they were spreading fear and doubt. Yes, fear is a hindrance to miracles. Fear is a hindrance to love and trust in God. Fear can be an instrument of the devil. So entering the room, Jesus took the hand of the child and filled with expected joy said, the little cool, meaning little girl, arise. Immediately, she rose and walked around. Everyone were utterly astounded. What a beautiful ending of that miraculous story. Now remember that usually when we are in big trouble, we turn to God with focus and intensity like what Jairus did. However, we do not need to be in big trouble to turn to God and draw closer to him. We could do this every day. So study the Bible and you will discover that Jesus is not too busy running the world. He has time for you. He has time for me. He has time for needy and lonely people. So when I talk to Jesus about my problems and aspirations, I am confident that he will not say, Nemsi, I'm sorry, I just don't have time for you right now because I'm too busy look, looking after important people like the Pope and Bishop Noonan. No, no, he will not say that. However, the gospel tells us that Jesus understands human nature and realizes that our problems are his problem because in the first place, he created us. He created us for himself. 
He created us for intimacy. He created us for heaven. In short, God has a purpose for me. God has a purpose for each one of you. But why does Jesus love us so much? Why does Jesus love you so much? Well, listen to what Jesus said to the mystic Mary of the Trinity. Jesus said, I love you because I am love. I cannot cease telling you the joy of loving you, the joy of sharing my happiness with you. That's why I have redeemed you at the price of so much suffering. Well, to bring home the point, let me tell you a quick story. Dr. Blair worked for a big hospital. One night, he was checking lab test reports and ordering new ones, but he was in a hurry. So he breezed through them and went home exhausted. The next morning, he was paged to report immediately. Well, he thought there was something wrong, but to his surprise, his co-workers was, were congratulating him. Why? Because he ordered a lab test on a patient's abdomen and found a cancerous tumor just at the nick of time. Dr. Blair was puzzled. As he looked at the patient's chart, he realized that he ordered the lab test for the wrong patient. It was a mistake. The patient was a Catholic priest, was admitted because of coughing and high fever. But because of the cancer, the priest was immediately scheduled for surgery. After the surgery, the surgeon called Dr. Blair saying, you really saved that priest's life. I have never caught a cancerous tumor this early before, end of quote. So as the saying goes, when divine love interrupts your life, it has a purpose. Well, a week later, Dr. Blair was paged to visit a patient. When he entered the room, he was surprised to see the Catholic priest smiling and asking him, were you the one who ordered the lab test for me? Yes, the doctor replied. Then the priest asked, why? Dr. Blair said, it was a mistake and he explained everything. There was a moment of silence. Then the priest said, you know, a month ago, I had been struggling with my vocation, my priesthood. It was at that time that I was offered a new and important position at the Vatican. But I felt incapable at the time because I felt so weak and sick. I did not know what was wrong with me. So I was going to turn down the offer from Rome. However, since my surgery, I feel much better. I think I will accept the Vatican's offer. That's the end of the conversation. Well, as an insight, perhaps we could say, divine love unlocks doors and opens windows that were not even there before. So months later, Dr. Blair received a package from the mailroom coming from the Vatican. It was from his priest friend. Now with a new title, 
months senior and a designation of a special assistant to the Pope. Now inside the package was a short note saying, as you once helped me with my medical problem, may this enclosed book help you through your spiritual dilemma. Inside the book, or inside the package was a book written by Moses Maimonides, a Jewish rabbi entitled, A Guide to the Perplex. You see, what I didn't tell you is that Dr. Blair, a Jewish Orthodox, shared his personal doubts about the existence of God. He was doubting the existence of God, and he shared this with his Catholic priest. So it appears that the priest was being used as an instrument of God's saving grace. Yes, God is always working for the salvation of all people. He wants us to be an overcomer through our deep faith and confidence in him. That's why Jesus said to our mystic Mary of the Trinity, Jesus said, when a soul asks of me what human eyes is impossible, to human eyes is impossible, she honors me because you are in fact asking of me for that which one asks only of God. It is not what you give me that glorifies me. It is when by your trust in me that you give me the opportunity of showing you what my love is capable of blessing you. Place no limits on your trust in me, and I will place no limits on my blessings for you." End of quote. So my brothers and sisters, it is God's pleasure to listen to you and to assist you every time. He wants to bless you if only you would love him back with confidence and great trust in him. Why? Because there is no remedy to love. There is no remedy to love but to love even more each and every day. Amen.